welcome to the Voice of the Horse podcast for another Thrawn book. Dun, da, da, da. The final Thrawn book. Yeah, my name so is far. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-host Zedonoma. You just heard them. How are we doing, guys? Uh, I'm alive. <laughs> Brain firing on all cylinders. I'm, I'm good. Remember, Henry <laughs> is a good boy. Henry is Henry's a good little boy. bit of thievery. Only a little bit. <laughs> and with that said, Ed, what are we covering today? Which Thrawn book would it be? We are discussing the events of Thrawn Treason. We're going to talk about what happened in this book, what we know of what has happened since then, because this book leads pretty much directly into Rebels, which will then take us all the way into Ahsoka. So mm. it's a it's a nice tie. This book is a good, well, it's the only segue into what happens next, really. So mm. if you liked it and you haven't followed up with Rebels yet, We'll try to find that exact episode for you, so you can go right into Adelon. Pretty will much. we no, do it's a Rebels a, watch it's after Adelon? But it's, it's yeah, it's after Adelon. It's it's interesting. I'll talk about it in the synopsis. But yeah, yeah the yeah. timeline is very very tight. And will we do a Rebels watch through? Only you will know if you listen to the end of this episode. We will not. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, we'll keep covering audiobooks and audiobook content. All that we find is on Audible. So remember, 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 use this, use this service. It is amazing. You can find other podcasts on there. You can find guided, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals like Nameless. And that series is still going. I haven't updated myself up on that yet, but I will because it's a good series. And I was really interested when I listened to that first one. You can use our link. That is audibletrial.com slash voiceforcepod. Once again, that is www.audibletrial.com forward slash voice force pod. Use that. You'll get an extra credit, I believe. And if you are an Amazon Prime member, I believe you get another credit when you sign up as well. Thank you, Ed. I, look, I love I love reading, but I like also being able to multitask and do different things. So the fact that I can like play a video game and like listen to an audiobook and like absorb even more Warhammer 40k knowledge within the swollen part of my brain that contains all that useless information. Oh, that, um, that's what that is. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> like, I, I recently have been uh, starting to get into a lot of the Primarch books. So I've got Alpharius and Sanguinius and... Um, of course you know Sanguinius. Oh, of course. They're my two, my two favorite Primarchs, hands down. Um, and the, we're getting the end of the Horus Heresy. Uh, so those books are also audiobooks. They're quite good. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's awesome to hear just every, everything I want to hear from books that I was going to take a listen to anyways. And I think the other thing, and this is a little bit more, I should have mentioned this during the original Thrawn review. Um, there are parts in books when I'm reading something, sometimes my, I'll get bored, like as I'm reading a passage and my eyes just automatically skip like half a paragraph down. And I just will keep doing that until I'm re-engaged. Um, so while re- while listening to Thrawn, um, it was nice that I could like get the full price sections and be like, oh, okay, there is some interesting stuff going on here. Granted, it was the parts that I hadn't read at that point, mm-hmm. um, but it was neat that uh, parts that I would just naturally skip over, I get to listen to now. Get the whole book. Plus, yeah. Toby, Toby Longworth is a great narrator. So. Oh, yeah. Good stuff for all the 40k Yes, yeah. He's like the oh, Mark Thompson yeah. of 40k. 100. percent Eisenhorn and Ravner. Oh, that's so fucking good. Well, there you go, guys. If you haven't already, go sign up for that trial. Noma, how can they contact us if they want to let us know what they're listening to right now? 
there's a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, so one of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we also got our email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. On social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. The handle for all three is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. You can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars in the comment helps with visibility, and as always, you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. And I did want to just jump into something that we have never done before, but there is something called Spotify for Podcasters, and it kind of gives you like your year in review as a podcaster to let you know about like kind of the statistics on Spotify specifically. So I figured I would go through this with the guys just to kind of show um, what we're uh, what we had for statistics this year. I don't know if you, you guys can tell can see you're that. on Spotify because your, your yeah. face can you is see lit this? up with a bunch of different colors. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's so bright. It's got to be Spotify. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through it. Um, apparently, people are really, really feeling what we do. That's great. <laughs> Thank you, Spotify. Wait, that doesn't... No, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's take it from the top. Okay, so okay, okay. the top episode of this uh-huh. year was the High Republic Tempest Runner. And that was the audio drama from... Yeah, uh, one of these story, right? Uh, yes, yes. Um, it was streamed 559% more than your average <laughs> Damn, episode. Okay. So apparently it was a good one. Um, I, I think we really enjoyed that episode with that, with Lorna. Mm-hmm. Um... So we have 86% of our listeners discovered us in 2023 wow, okay. on Spotify specifically, nice. which is cool. Um, the High Republic Tempest Runner really brought a lot of people in with 56% of new listeners starting on that episode. read that book. <laughs> and uh, we are in the world. We've been streamed in 14 countries on Spotify. And the United States was about 34% A of third. the total streams, which is cool. Awesome. Nice. Uh, we also have uh, apparently listeners with good tastes. Uh, let's see what that's all about. Uh, they like TV and film, comedy and news podcast genres. So if we fit... I, don't, I don't mean to bash on anybody at all, but it's like, well, what is Spotify going to say? Oh, you have listeners with terrible yeah, yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, our podcast does cover all of those things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in, in a way. Um, apparently, they like to listen to rock, pop, and rap, which is not too shabby. And uh, your listeners definitely told mm. their friends about you because... They spread the word on X 100% oh, of the time. Just Twitter. Okay. Yeah, just X. Just X. And nice, uh, nice. Noma, are you a gardener? Because your podcast saw some nice growth this year with 11% more listeners and 50%, 53% more followers, sir. I'm not a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> and can't you forget your a shout out to your biggest fans? We have uh, top 10. We're a top 10 podcast for 18 people on Spotify. Hmm. And we're a top awesome. five podcast for 12 fans. And we are, drumroll please, the top one podcast for six people on Spotify. Damn. It's pretty cool. Not going to lie. And oh, so yeah. if we zoom out a little bit, what a year looks like, we kind of just go over those numbers once again with some fireworks. And uh, yeah, thanks for sharing the the podcast and listening to us throughout 2023. We appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, speaking of fan interaction and you know people that we're trying to draw into a a growing audience because we do love talking with all of you um twitch is another place where we're doing quite a bit of that um you know expert segue right here absolutely yeah if you're you've been on fire man (laughs) yeah seriously i mean you know it's been great just seeing uh a similar rise we're getting not as many people but you know a good amount of new people coming in um if you're interested in any of that 
then you can catch us at twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, so we do have our schedule on that site, but I'll go over it real quick. So on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. EST, uh, I'm doing co-op games with a VTuber friend of mine, Roomba friend. Right now we are getting, according to him, we're getting pretty close to finishing Code Vein. So we'll finish that up, and then I'm not sure what we'll jump to next, but those have been pretty fun. It's been very uh, interesting watching someone become a Souls fan <laughs> as we uh, play through this game. And uh, yeah, so we do that, and then on Fridays, I stream my Arma experience. Uh, if you don't know Arma, it's a military simulator, so it's the kind of like most... I, I think they still are technically like the most realistic military shooter game. Uh, so I do that with a Star Wars unit, the 91st uh, Mobile Reconnaissance Force, as uh, one of their tank commanders. And also sometimes I take the role of God and uh, <laughs> torment that? my yeah. own people. Yeah. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. If you want to uh, catch us there, that is Fridays at 6 p.m. EST. And then uh, Saturdays at usually 3 p.m. EST, we are currently doing Star Wars Empire at War and the mod Thrawn's Revenge. That is true. Uh, yeah, and that is the the full group. Uh, it's me playing, but uh, we've always got Ed and Dan uh, commentating and kind of watching uh, as we interact with people because uh, that's honestly the day where we get the most people who will swing by. I mean, it's Saturday. It makes sense. Um, who will swing by and talk with us. And, you know, we love chatting. It's super good, too, because uh, I can focus on the game while uh, Ed and Dan get to talk with people, and then through that I come in as well. So it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, speaking of which, it'll have already happened. Uh, by the time this episode airs, but uh, today's session, we're getting a very fun ship. I'm really excited. I've tested it out in a different faction a little bit. Oh boy. Um, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully we get some clips from it, but uh, yeah. As long as we don't crash, add to that crash counter. Yeah, seriously. Sappy got a Luker Hulk and he's just ready to use it. Yeah. Ooh, just throw I it did, on a planet. You can. You can. Uh, I'll talk about that in the stream, but I've been testing out a bunch of the different Imperial factions and one of them gets access to CIS. Tech. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so that that is very... The Luker Hulk's very interesting um, because it's technically a super capital ship, but it's also not a super capital ship. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I think that about covers it. Fantastic. And with that said, uh, let's jump into our spoiler warning for this episode. If you haven't read Thrawn Treason, please go read it because it is a big book. Not as big as the uh, Thrawn Alliance's book, the, the final one for that series. But there's a lot of oh, good stuff in this evil. book. <laughs> yes, lesser evil. Um, there is a lot of good stuff in this. We're going to do the best with our synopsis. But if you haven't listened or wa or uh, read the epi uh, episode read the book um go do that because it, it definitely is going to make your experience with the review as well as the um discussion at the end uh, a little bit more fruitful all right and with that said let's get yeah. into the episode hell yeah thrawn treason uh, oh come on the... no 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 how do you say it noma thrawn treason i don't know oh, yeah. <laughs> treason then oh <laughs> Yeah. it's treason then there you go um but yeah so the uh people who worked on this book are the exact same as the last two uh so the author is as always timothy zahn uh the cover artist is two dots and the narrator for the audiobook is mark thompson uh so it seems like the shorter synopses have been going over well so far so i'm going to keep doing that give you the most compact synopsis i can uh Thrawn treason is a very interesting book it very much feels like i 
I don't necessarily want to call it this because it feels like kind of uh, oversimplification these days, but it feels like a kind of Avengers movie, um, kind of a style where it's like everything from the last three books is coming together. <clears throat> we get references and characters from the previous two books who are coming in, doing a lot of stuff. Um, the most prominent of which is Eli Vanto, uh, Eli Vanto, Van Vanto, whichever one. Um, but we get him coming back. We get Admiral Aralani, which was, again, very cool for me uh, because having finished the Alliance trilogy first, um, it was like, or Allegiance trilogy, whichever one. Um, but it was super cool being like, oh, now we get to see her in the more present. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, we'll dive straight in. The The book starts off in an interesting time frame because it is literally the gap from season four, episode nine of Rebels to season four, episode 10, or I guess 11, basically, of Rebels. Um, it's basically like a full episode gap. And so uh, when I watched Rebels, I had kind of assumed that um, the time frame between Hera's capture and uh, spoilers for Rebels, Kanan's death, um, was like a couple days. Yeah. Um, you know, not that long. It turns out it's a week. Because what basically happens is uh, Thrawn is... Uh, we, we get the point where Thrawn left in Rebels, so he's going to Coruscant. Well, it turns out he doesn't go to Coruscant, but he's planning to go to Coruscant to... Uh, basically fight for more funding for the tie defender project which we see him talk about in rebels um he doesn't go fully to coruscant he goes to uh, uh like an intermediary point where we are introduced to another grand admiral who is admiral savit um and he they do something very neat with his character because he he's first introduced as basically being someone who um is trying to work with tarkin uh to help thrawn and so through a series of um, arguments during the meeting, Krennic basically gives Thrawn a challenge, which is that there are these like upsized Minox um, that have been screwing with his uh, shipments. And so he basically tells, it's only in one system, so he tells Thrawn, hey, if you can get rid of these all in a week, um, then I will let star the Stardust funds go to the TIE Defender program. Uh, because he thinks it's impossible, him and uh, the... The owner or the system governor, uh, whose name is like ha Havrick, Havlick? Yeah, Havlick. Havland. Um, yeah, uh, Governor Havland. Uh, the two of them have been trying to figure it out for years, and they've never been able to do it. Uh, so Thrawn's like, yeah, I can do that. So he goes in, um, and then Krennic's like, I'm going to make your life more miserable because I'm sending an assistant director uh, whose name is Ronan, uh, which was slightly distracting through most of the book for me, but, I mean, it's fine. Um <laughs> Because they never call him a daimyo. Anyways. Um, oh, it's it's Ronan <laughs> with N-A-N. Oh, so it's, it's like the, the Guardians one. Oh, yeah. okay. That, that's interesting. The Yeah, the way they pronounce that, I was like, Ronan? Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, so that's how it starts. It very quickly starts to turn into this huge conspiracy because Thrawn starts to slowly realize um, that, A, the, the problem is deeper than it, it seems to be. It turns out that the ships that were being scared off by these upsized Minox were actually jumping to different points where they get their cargo stolen and basically have shipments siphoned away from Stardust. Uh, it then coincides with the fact um, that the Grisk, 
are also working on this, the other side of the galaxy from where they had been in the last book. Um, and so it, it, I won't go over the full spectrum of it because it starts to uh, get even more and more in-depth. But basically, it becomes this two-pronged conspiracy that then gets even more complicated because when they go to investigate the Grisk's involvement, they run into the Chiss Ascendancy and Admiral Aralani, who has also been chasing down the fact that the Grisks have been uh, kidnapping uh, candidates for the Skywalker program. And they find one of them. Uh, she's a navigator named uh, Umia. I think it's Umia. Um, so. Or Unhi or something like Un that. Unhi? Unhi. Unhi. Yeah. Unhi. Um, so we learn about that. We also learn that the navigators have an, an additional ability because on uh, Eli's perspective, uh, their navigator is named uh, Vanya. And she is far older than any previous Skywalker has ever been. She's in her early 20s, I believe. 22. Um, she's, yeah, and she still has third sight. Um, and Which is unheard Arlani's, of, essentially. Yeah, Arlani's very interested in this. So uh, Vanya and Umhi um, basically uh, use second sight, which is, I guess, basically reading each other's minds and like seeing yeah. each other's emotions, um, to figure out more parts of the Grisk plot, which is that they are trying to uh, start their subversion of the Empire to make Imperial citizens loyal to the Grisk. Um, so we basically get a climax that is two different battles happening at the same time, where Aralani and the Steadfast are hunting down the Grisk, and they have a massive battle um, that has really, really high stakes uh, with the Grisk and their client species to basically uh, annihilate them from this part of the galaxy. Um, at the same time, um, Thrawn has a, uh, a spy operation with Eli and Ronan that is run on uh, the planet that they suspect all the parts are being stolen from, which turns out to prove that it's not Haviland that is um, stealing parts from the Starhawk project, which is what everyone had thought originally. It's actually Savit. Um, and that's, I was actually, you know, like I said, I'm very much compressing this, but I was actually very impressed and surprised with that plot twist yeah because the whole time they really play it up like savit is trying to help thron and then right at the end it turns out nope he was actually the one engineering all of this um so it all comes together with basically thron on savit's star destroyer um but him and uh, one of the other major characters who i haven't even really talked about uh, Com uh Com Com commandant pharaoh um and her basically her commanding the chimera and having this like Cold War battle against Savit's force, where they're trying to convince everyone who isn't Savit to stand down so they can bring him to Imperial Justice while Savit is what trying to annihilate the Chimera. It is the most tactical battle that they, I think, have ever had. It's very cool. It is Thrawn being the I am a hundred steps ahead of you. Yeah. Um, and it's very, very. You're a hundred cool. years too early. <laughs> yeah, essential. exactly. Um, we also get Thrawn's final form in this, which is that, haha, not only do I understand art, but now I understand music. And that ends up being Savit's downfall, is yep. this um, combination of understanding art and music that ends up... Wait till he understands politics and everybody's fucked. Oh, he's God. never going to. It's a social art. It's a social art. But yeah, so the, the thing that is very impressive to me with this book, uh, in terms of its plots and everything, is that uh, we tie up everyone's stories to at least a, a very good degree. I really want to see what happens with Pharaoh, um, yeah. because by the end of it, she ends up becoming the 
the head of the 11th fleet. Yes. Um, which is like a huge upgrade for her. Thrawn is basically like, you are my, um, my most skilled political and tactical protege. Yep. Um, you deserve to be leading 11th fleet. So now, so now I'm sitting there going, well, where the hell was Pharaoh on the shadow council then? Um, yeah. See, because be- she might've died because beforehand mm. they were trying to convince her that it was like, Oh, see, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to hold you back. He's not going to let you do your career or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Blah, yeah. blah. So she, the whole book Pharaoh was kind of just like, am I with him? Am I against him? I don't know. Empire loyalty. Mm. What's, what's this one. And then when she gets hit with this, it was just like, Oh shit! Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was Admiral wrong. Pharaoh. Yeah, yeah. She she has a, a a very sweet line at the end where she basically says like serving under you has been the greatest honor of my life. Yeah. Um. And so her her ending is very nice. Um. Eli's is also very nice. Where, um, we learned that he he thought he had been sequestered to just be like some data pencil pusher. Yep. Um. And that he was basically given to the ascendancy to just be squandered. Uh. No. It turns out that Arlani's entire plan was that he she was trying to get Eli because he's so good with data and information to try and track how skywalkers are made or i guess born but like figure out if there's some sort of pattern that they can use to incentivize or always another thing improve and on top of that to try and figure out how uh vanya has been able to stick with her skywalker powers yeah um through the most part and they also like lightly hint at the fact that eli and uh vanya are gonna hook up um (laughs) at a couple of different points so like that was nice i was like I was, i'm happy for my boy eli he, he, he finally <laughs> getting what he needs <laughs> and he got promoted more. back to lieutenant commander so. yeah yeah so he's gotten his old position the back. first hybrid um, human person in canon yes in canon, perhaps yes, yeah, yeah. yeah um in legends it happens quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place some of the blue skin red eyes it, it, yeah it gets the human heart pumping apparently boom um but uh yeah so uh outside of that ronin's character is okay he's he's i have never thought of the words in star wars my god this man is a simp but (laughs) oh my goodness his his face is firmly planted in krennic's ass yeah it is quite something to see he's a huge krennic simp he literally is like she thought you'd never say yeah Yeah. seriously because it's shocking he's like the emperor is a piece of shit tarkin can suck a dick yeah like the only against everybody else anything yeah the only person who's worth anything in the empire is krennic and you're like really man this is the hill you're gonna die you want to die for this hill right here and thrawn turns that on him at the end of the book because he's like hey i know how vader's force works uh because basically at the end of the book um Thrawn basically is like, oh, Vader should probably be overseeing Stardust yeah. just for enhanced Because it's so important. Yeah. And then he turns around to Ronan and he's like, Vader can read emotions. He's going to fucking kill you if you go back to Stardust. Yeah. Um, you should join the Chiss Ascendancy, which is interesting to me because I don't understand what skills Ronan has. That Other than he, simping. <laughs> right? That Ronan is going to be useful to the Chiss Ascendancy I think, for. Like, I think Thrawn sees the potential in people that maybe they're not showing at the very current moment. Because, like, look at Eli. Eli was a translator, but, and like he had no like no skill really except for translating language. No, no, no. It, no. Oh, he was shipping and hold, oh. hold on, yes, but like finding patterns. That's like his entire. Yes, yes, but in the beginning, he was his his main thing was like, yeah, you're doing all the cataloging. That's all he did, right? No, because he, he wanted to have a career in supply and demand. Yes, yeah, but I mean, at the at that moment, you're not like, oh, he's going to be used as 
this data sure, analyst, you know, like you know, it, you're, it, it you're does lend that itself to that. You're, you're comparing Eli at the beginning of Thrawn to yeah. Ronan at the end of Treason. Like by the time we're finished Thrawn, it's very clear what Eli's skills are. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that that's what I'm, that's saying, what I'm saying. Like it when you see, I get what yeah. you're saying about yeah. like this could be like a Ronan origin. Kind yeah, of like it's like it's like word. Ronan's kind of like he's he has his like what he's doing with Krennic, right, and then with Thrawn coming in and seeing what he could potentially do, which maybe we don't see as, as a reader. Well, right. He, see, that my, could be something problem, that he can push forward in the sentence. My problem there though, is that like by the end of treason, yeah. it does not seem like there's anything Ronan's particularly good at. Like he's an okay, he's a surprisingly okay actor. Um, he doesn't put points together very quickly. He's always one or two steps behind. Right. Um, and everything he does is in service to Krennic by the end of Thrawn. It's very clear that Eli is good with supply, and he's yeah, good at absolutely. finding patterns, and he's good. So it's the fact that we don't see anything that Ronan yeah. is overtly good at that makes me question, like, why is Thrawn sending him forward? Think, well, because meta knowledge now, mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have it when this book came out, I believe. But with what we know about the Chiss ascendancy and what, everything he's seen throughout this book, yeah. it's just like mm. you know that weapon that we might need to use the sunburst or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's close enough to the Death Star where it's just like mm, fi Could help be us find project. better or different power sources other than using a star. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Could you help us with re you know retrofitting weapon. this thing? Yeah. Yeah. At the same time it's it's really weird because just like he you see how much he opposed having something like that yeah mm. but that was only because they didn't have they didn't already have a substantial fleet to then back up yeah this thing right mm. right the ascendancy could argue that they do alongside help with the empire at his thinking at the moment yeah would be like empire ships chiss ships sunburst yeah what are you gonna do like we got them and then we can go take them out and then with having people like this working on something similar then we just have somebody in both camps that can be like, hey, we'll do this and this and this and this. They can both be powerful and go from yeah, there. That's fair. Um, but he would he would know this at the time. We wouldn't. Mm, that's so true. If that actually, I don't know, he comes back to real space now, or not real space, that's a lie. He comes back to this galaxy now, and it's just like, where's Buddy? Mm. Where's this? How's things been going along? Stardust is no more, but we still have all that knowledge and everything in this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. The yeah, so I mean, like that basically sums up the synopses. There's a couple of other things, and there's one thing I want to talk about that I thought was hilarious. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, the only other thing that I thought was interesting because it differs from canon and legends is that Paleon has like no interaction with Thrawn at all. Yeah. Hardly, I yeah, kept going just, through the book waiting for yeah, it, and it was just like, yep, it's, it's like one or two. It's it's really weird, but yeah. now to see how much he likes him in yeah. the show is just like, I feel like, yeah. That's a throwback to just Legends Pelion. Yeah. Because those two were like this. Yeah. That. He was he was basically the far the pharaoh of legends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, best protege, schooled by Thrawn, tried after at the very well, he was basically the last admiral left. Um, and he yeah, he was able to keep those teachings going. Um, in my opinion, in terms of legends, he's like one of the best Imperials out there. Mm -hmm. Um it would be Sunterfell, but I hate his fucking guts. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so overall, I, I, that's honestly my biggest uh, complaint with the book. The funniest thing to me is that we get the names 
of two death troopers in this book and they have the weirdest names i have ever seen in my life their names are pick and waffle yeah and you're like what because it's a spartan program right these are the basically they're yeah. taking from like waffle is spelled like what you would think it would be spelled like no it's waffle yeah. house yeah and then yeah, pick yeah. is p-i-k yeah yeah it's stupid <laughs> but it's, it's like well but even with the spartan program it was like cat sam you know uh freddy samantha Kurt. that's why that's why when they speak through those modulators yeah it just sounds like babbles because that's all they are they have children <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's not scrambling. All, you do, all he's doing is book. eating waffles, that's all. In the audiobook, they both talk like they've been smoking cigarettes for 75 years. They probably have been, <laughs> honestly. That's the prerequisite to become that's, a death trooper. That's the side effect of all right. the drugs that's been pumped. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's very it's very cool watching uh, death troopers who are not just like black-clad death machines. Right. Um, so that part was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for, for me at least, that's the majority of my thoughts that I remember. Uh, so how about you guys? Ed? Um, for my part, yeah, like, if you couldn't tell, one of my favorite characters in this series is Pharaoh, mm -hmm. and with what happens with her from the last book to now has been insane, and I loved the every growth. moment of it. Mm. I was so anxious and worried with her battling throughout the entire book of staying loyal to Thrawn, but the doubts mm. and everything like that, it's just like, I was so desperate to see how her story was gonna go mm. um that was her dude with the, the the ending with ronin where she's just so they, they have a conversation at the end and ronin kind of throws thrown under the bus and so yeah. as we know stardust gets the funding and he ronin's like talking and he like looks over at pharaoh and the look is like i'm going to kill you yep. yeah you will die and he's like uh I think I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's shit. so cool to see. Because, especially because of the fact that, like, he rarely, if ever, sends Eli off on his own to do stuff. Yeah. And he could already see what Eli's values and strengths and everything were. So it made sense. But, like, with Pharaoh, it's just like, shit, you've, you've got it. You can do it. I, I fully I believe you. in yeah. you, like, to mm -hmm. do all this stuff on your own. And it's just like, you're going to take this ship. Just go deal with that problem. I believe in you. It's like Samacro mm -hmm. of it's the Empire. Almost. Yeah. Almost. But he Samacro, it was more of the council getting involved with when Thrawn could and couldn't be there. So yeah. Samacro had to automatically step up. But he trusted Samacro with the and ship, with the crew, with well, everything. Samacro had been leading it before. Absolutely. So he has that knowledge. And he he knows Samacro. Look at his hard we'll lines follow. on shit. It's like, we'll, we'll blow you up in 10 seconds yeah. if you don't stop. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious about it. So I'm going to do it. Whereas like Pharaoh would be like, I'll consider every option with that. And that might be one of them. But it won't be the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Samacro's just like, I don't give a shit yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you love on some point. But like, Pharaoh yeah. was such a well done character for me. Mm, absolutely. Just like, this is how you write a girl character that's awesome. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just like, you don't have to talk about anything to do with her being a woman or anything yeah. like that. It's just like, mm. what kind of character do they have? What do they have to deal with? What is she good how at? How do they do it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, an amazing tactical battle. And holy shit! Like she, at first, I didn't like her. That was the that was the biggest thing. She won me over like fully. immediately. Yeah, like I will send <laughs> four for Mac for for Pharaoh if if fucking if like running some sort of credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's 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 awesome, right? Because like when yeah, when she first shows up, you're like, you're not Eli. Well, exactly. You already right? have the <laughs> Eli bear, uh, the Eli bias, like yeah. Shepard and everybody else. Yeah, at that point, deservedly so for Shepard. 
but um it was just like you're not eli who are you and you're being a dick to this guy do you not know and then it's just like oh you're learning yeah right, let me let me ease up oh you've learned well i gotta ease up some more there you go yeah Oh, let me just sit back now. You know, you listen. You listen to everything. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, her character growth is awesome because by like Thrawn starts with like you said, she's like, "What the hell is happening?" Yep. To oh my god, this guy's onto something, and then in and realizes uh, that she needs to learn. Yeah. Well, in, in alliances, we can see the mid. She's def- right? She's there, and she's ready to stand up for him, yeah. defend him. She was ready to defend the Vader. Yeah. Like, come yeah. and come on, but, man. And and on top of that, like the the tactical growth, because you can see a lot of the times, like she'll. She'll try to follow Thrawn's logic and lines of thinking. Yep. And like, she'll almost get there. She'll get like most three quarters of, of it and then yeah. miss that you last one. Yeah, that little piece. Yeah. But in Treason, she's like fully got what he's exactly what his thought process is. Yep. And she comes, like, the thing I love is she comes to a lot of conclusions that obviously Thrawn's still laying it out, but he'll be like, yeah, but what about this? And she'll be like, oh, it's just that. No, wait a minute. Yeah. He wouldn't ask that yeah. unless there was something else on top. So what would make sense? Oh, based off past logic, it's going to be this. Yeah. Um, and X, Y, and Z. And the the culmination is that during the battle against Savit, she goes, okay, Thrawn had this planned out, but I'm noticing something of my own that he's doing. And so I'm now going to lift the, uh, the chimeras uh, out so it looks like it's trying to escape because if Savit if what I've learned from him is true, he will just rotate up and that gives me a better position to strike. And then he does. Yeah. And then Thrawn even calls her on that. And is like, nice word. Why'd you do that? And she's like, Oh, I, you know, I thought it, it would work well. He's like, it did. Yeah, dad exactly. moment. Good job. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And that's right. When he passes the mantle of, yeah. you know, of giving her a love. You've got fleet. it. You've under- yeah. You and understand. It, you see differently now. Yeah. Yeah. Test, yeah. And, it, and it's why if they're like, oh yeah, she died off screen, I'll be like, oh, I'll be so mad. I'll be so. I've been. You don't understand. Ever since I finished this book, which was the where few, is she? Like, yeah, years ago now. It's been like every bit of media that's come out for it. The Battle of Jakku, I even went over. Just you're to like, be, where like, is this person? Pharaoh, where's her? Where's her name? Spelt really cool. It's got an E at the mm. end. Like where? Where the fuck is she? Yeah, no mention. So it's been like, my is she my gonna show up in Ahsoka. Yeah, my maybe not at the council, that... but like there somewhere doing something. Like Sloan yeah. wasn't there either, that we saw. No, right? And I think it's still around the time. Well, and remnant. It, I'm not sure because Sloan Sloan goes out at the Battle of Jakku, right? I thought she was there with the with everything to do with the. Um, oh, you're right. She does help set up. For yeah, the, she's the, the, she's post. I think. Yeah, but she does help. I, I think they said that she helps set up for the first order. So yeah, yeah, so she goes over like, with like, them. If, if she's gonna be there, like, where's yeah. Pharaoh? unless Pharaoh was just right. like, this is nothing. I believe in her, and just said fuck it. Which, okay, yeah, like you've My, shown enough of yourself where if you think that is a decision, yeah. Taken. My my hope would be that she got picked up by either Paleon or um, Gideon. So Paleon or Gideon, yes, yeah. or she's on Coruscant with that stupid rehab oh, facility God. thing, and she's act- mm. she's actively working with them. <laughs> if they if they say that the lady with the short hair thing, the one that looks like she's in the dentist commercial thing, oh yeah, oh no, there's no way because she she's like a tech officer. There's no, 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 there's way. a picture. I can, she's lying. I can show you a picture if you'd like. Uh, she's sure. in the comic books, so let me show you. It's not a great I, picture, but I know. But remember everything they do; they just change shit. There you go. Yeah, that's true. That's the canon picture oh, of her. Okay. Mm. I don't know if there's right I here. I just need to know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then... No, that's Eli. That's Arlani. Yeah. Arlani and Eli. But yeah. 
and they're weirdly blaster proof suits in, yeah. in the book it's so it's it's the comics is so funny because whenever they draw chiss eyes they almost give them like uh iris the yeah. iris and the mm. people kind of thing like that where it's like the iris is almost like kind of yellowish against the red almost yeah mm. or like in some things it's just all red, red with like, like a little bit of black have, yeah no like some of them don't even have the pupil for it so it's yeah. just all red yeah oh okay like, is it the old republic does yeah, that, the I old think. republic has it like that mm. yeah yeah i know what you're talking about it's just like a like a sclera almost of like everything's I've, red i've seen like in the older thrawn comics and stuff like that it's all red but he does have red irises as well yeah. black people mm. in the newer ones he's got the red eyes the yellow eyes like the cover the, the cover of treason like i think that's oh. the way to go with the the eye where it's like red, red, and for, then like the details are all almost black. Almost like a live action thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it would just be kind of weird if it was just pure red. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> Unless they started looking like bug people, but then you need That's the it, you kind of look a little weird there. with that. I love this cover, though, because you see, like Gary said, like every stitch in the uniform is accent. Mm. Every, every in, in, the, on his in face. the Veda cloth suit with, uh, Man. with Palpatine, you see it as well. And then like the pores on his face and everything. There's so much detail and attention. Like, this is a great cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two Dots has done an awesome job with all of their stuff. Like yeah. it's, it's just very realistic looking, and it's it's awesome. I can't think of the last time I saw something this realistic. Like look at the pores on for like a skin. book cover. Like, what yeah, the that's hell? what I'm talking about. Like, if yeah. you, if you zoom in or stare at anything like that, you kind of lose it. But like, I've, I feel bad that like my stuff. brain automatically puts like handsome Squidward just <laughs> over that little <laughs> the other side. <laughs> Uh, but no, this was this was a great book. I mean, I, ev- I echo everything that you guys have been saying. Um, I thought it was interesting to put Director Krennic against Thrawn. That was a fun, mm. fun little dichotomy that you can kind of put because you're like, okay, Director Krennic's brand new with mm. a character that is very important because he's on the Stardust Project. Mm. And then you have Thrawn who has the TIE Defender program, which we know doesn't succeed. Yeah. But we've seen it in Rebels and we've seen it actually make a difference. And yeah. how well, great we, that would have been, and we now know why it doesn't actually succeed. Yeah. We we see that set up in Rebels, though, yes. right? Like, because Thrawn has that line of like, "Oh yeah, Krennic's been very insistent about yes. Stardust." Yeah. So like, the, there's that there's that little because like you have funding for this massive project that's been in the works for years, and mm-hmm. then there's this project that's just started, and it's 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 gaining results, but it needs a lot of funding to finally get pushed forward. Okay. You know, I've been waiting to ask this question for a long time. Now that you've read this book, right? <laughs> Noma, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you see how funny Rogue One is now. Oh yeah, because mm. when it's Krennic versus Krennic and Tarkin yeah. versus Thrawn, it's just kind of, you see Krennic. He's like, hey, you suck. You can't. You can't. This is my project, not yours. Right yeah. into yeah. Rogue One, where it's just like this is my achievement. Yeah. yeah. Now, running to Vader, complaining yeah. to Daddy, taking my stuff, yeah. and it's just like, well, and you yeah, still Thrawn have just yeah. carried on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you want to sob and cry all over the place and <laughs> yeah. yell at people. Oh, it was so fucking satisfying rewatching that movie. I would have yeah. loved After to see Thrawn's reaction. Like, <laughs> I would have loved to see Thrawn's reaction to everything that happens in Rogue One with Krennic, like with all the it leaks and then the Rebel stuff coming in, and like mm. the you know the uh, Galen Urso sending messages it, and shit. It it's just like the it, big fucking shitstorm and Thrawn just being well, like, I fucking he, knew it. He would he would have acted the same way he did when Constantine absolutely uh, him at Adelon, right? Where he's just like, oh, you fucking idiot. All right, yeah. ignore him. Yeah, uh, I'll figure out something myself. Exactly. But... No, we can it. take them. We have this. It's like I knew it. I, I knew this was fucking problem. I will get the glory here, not you. Yeah. 
the 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 one thing that I really want to see, I know they, it wasn't planned, so they couldn't, but mm-hmm. is at that battle with Constantine for like I've had enough of your orders, Grand Admiral, and just yeah. cut to Pharaoh being like, the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the crew being like, he's an idiot. Yeah. Oh just, my god, Constantine's hey, gonna hey, die. Hey. You see Samacro come out of like hyperspace this. and he's just like, fuck you, shoots him then hyperspaces away. <laughs> just watch this. It's yeah. Really good. Do you want to see an idiot go down? I, I gotta know. say though, like the the timeline's very interesting to put it in this like time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so tight. It's it's, it's very tight. Um, yeah. But it really does like when you if you watch Rebels, read this book, and then watch the rest of Rebels, you'd be like, oh shit! Like there's a huge chunk of shit that's just all Thrawn here. Like, um, you really think this should like how they did the mall? Yeah, where like he went off and did his like, yeah, and he had his own arc basically. That's what they should have done. This book could have been that in Rebels. I would have loved that, absolutely. I I I would have watched more of it, honestly. Oh yeah, and I would have kept going back. I think they weren't like they. I I don't think they would have done it only because there's so much information in in this. That's like, who the fuck is Arlani? Who is the Chiss Ascendancy? Like, what the hell is all this? Right. On top of that, you have to remember that like at this point in Rebels, it was Disney, and this was the Disney. That had been, and like they nothing, just introduced Thrawn. Well, they had been like nothing in Legends is canon, and then they bring this back, and yeah. everything's rushed, and you're trying to push yeah. it all together, and so, you know, yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, things slip through the cracks. And honestly, like so it's, the story, like this book was the third book that Timothy Zahn wrote, but he definitely had all six books in mind, and oh, the, the catalyst of it was him being brought into rebels to be able to be like okay this is where he's going to be at in this part of the timeline this is what's mm-hmm. going to be happening mm-hmm. now use that to make your books right this is where we have to write yeah. up to and he did yeah. a fantastic job filling in the gaps and now, like the intro and origin and everything i thought that was timothy zahn is, is a a master class in character development character writing like subterfuge everything it's so good oh yeah um now, I, I don't know if I'm misremembering something or not, but do, is, are the Grisk who they're fighting in Lesser Evil? Yes. Okay. It's the Grisk, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's Suddenly their tactics make a whole lot more sense where it was like, yep. why Gravity well generators and yeah. everything like that. That's why... I especially the exploding and, and leaving nothing behind. With yeah. The nitro- yeah, this is why we couldn't talk about the third book yeah. until even when we were... Even when we were yeah. Yeah. The other that one, I was like, sense. can't, can't say, say shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought it was interesting. How did you like the reading through of like the sentency stuff to now? Because like that's how you experienced it. You watched yeah, you, you episode one, two, three. I did it and then, chronologically. Then you did four, five, six, right? And then we did four, five, six, one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah. yeah. It's it's super cool to just see. I think the, the thing that's always impressive for me when I see something like this, where it's like, oh, yeah, we'll do this first and then we'll do uh, a prequel, is like how well does it slot in yep. with all this new information now coming through? Yeah. to affect the original this is like and from my point of view yeah from my point of view uh the if you read the prequel books first you get a really good understanding of how the ascendancy works and that makes it hit much harder when arlani's saying things like the politics have gotten worse since you left and yeah. the, um, the skywalker the program Carter, and all this yeah. yeah the skywalker program is now jeopardized like um Yep. You know, the, the Grisk are becoming a threat that we don't even know if we'll deal with. The fact that she tells Thrawn, next time I see you, there might not be a just ascendancy. And then it's um, actually becoming that way. Well, we don't know, right? We haven't. Well, I mean, it's getting worse, history. right? It, and it was pretty bad worse. when he left. When, like, yeah, I mean, know, the final battle. The, the, the main thing I think is going to happen, I don't think it's going to be as drastic as there is no just ascendancy, but I would not be surprised if, yep. however, Thrawn's story with the Empire ends. 
it then turns into he returns to the Chiss Ascendancy for like a full blown civil war. Yeah. And it's like they are ripping themselves apart while the Brisk are like Thurfian still in. there doing dumb shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally going to be Thurfian and what's his name? Zamas True or whatever. So, or uh, like, um, yeah, yeah. Or not even necessarily them because at least they had their heads on screwed on tighter than what's his face. Yeah. Of oh, the Eresi. Right yeah, the, the Daskla. Daskla. Um, yeah. yeah, who like immediately was like, yeah, let's what work the... with Yiv. He yeah. knows what's up. And it's like, yeah, you so dumbass motherfucker. That faction is, yeah, that faction is going to be the one that fucks everybody over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's one it's one like weak link in the chain right and then the whole yeah, thing falls apart the power the interesting thing with reading it four five six one two three was like at the end of six i was just like oh my god is this what's replacing the vong yeah right? oh yeah because yeah. didn't know anything else about like risk up to that point yeah so when going and reading the new ones it was just like okay first book no no real mention of them it was just yeah. Yiv and the the, the other Yiv ones the benevolent and then the second one is still okay well what's going on with Yiv and that and he's told us about people well, who are these people and then you start running into them and you're like oh like, shit this is the thing yeah it's mm. it's fully blown out but like they still they're contracted by somebody which still makes me think that the Vong could still be doing stuff mm. and they'll still make their way into this when we, you know, you know that'll actually, be middle-aged Luke fighting them, and not old Luke at yeah, that point. So true. they could still do it, but it would be a blatant. Yeah, we're just taking this after saying it's not canon. Yeah, be and really I, I think I think you'd have to change some stuff with the sequel trilogy for that yeah. to happen. What would be hilarious? I don't think it's going to be what they do, but with with how like a gung ho and like no, we work for for the uh, uh, the Grixis now that they are. There was a little thought in my head that was like Dark Hive. <laughs> could be another one too not not that i oh god i don't i do not like the killick uh series but yeah i, mean, I, I find it yeah, weird no. if they were working for a killer or call even or anything yeah. like that'd be like they do their own thing at that point yeah. and make like droids or something i don't think they would yeah and and, and then I mean, again that'd the, be the biggest twist right the thing you don't think they do they do right um, I mean, I, I think the the biggest thing that's against that factor is every time someone's been taken over by the Killicks, it's oh the song and the hive and, and they get lost. Yeah, the everything, yeah. So I don't think it's that. But they're I, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they did like something new that was behind the, the Grisks, but maybe inspired by certain yeah post factions, mean, you know, like uh, Vong, factions. Vong also just makes the most sense because it's like yeah, absolutely it's all it's all there and it's new and like the people who didn't read the books are gonna be like oh my god and they can I, fix a lot of things that weren't so good about it. it. There's a lot of people who didn't yeah. read it. it. It went on for a while. Would you say that yeah. they could have fixed a lot? Like they can do a lot better with the with the use on Vong. Uh, like if they if they changed a, a few things, that might have been. And you have to because there's yeah. certain yeah. If, events that characters were in that are no that no yeah, yeah, don't exist. Yeah. So, or or we know they don't die till afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see like what they do to change it up. Oh yeah, he he does. Chewie? No, no. In canon. In canon, he's. Oh yeah, no, he's still there. So that battle can't happen. Unless unless they take it post episode nine. Fucking boss. If it's like if there's a but then there's no but then there's no Luke to fight the the Vong. That is true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um. Who knows, maybe that's the thing. Oh, maybe. after episode twelve, we're gonna do the bong. But yeah, no, Chewie goes out like a fucking yeah, badass in the yeah, books. Yeah. What did it take to kill him? A moon. A moon. Okay. A whole <laughs> coming down. On that's the way you kill a main character, though. Like especially oh, 100%. Chewie. Like you don't just like shoot him in the back of the head like they did with Orbalin, but that's okay. <laughs> you don't just stab yeah, him like Han Solo. He's an ooze, or, and he or dies. Even, yeah. Or even Orla, like fucking. Orla Jirena, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I was so hyped for Willow Journey, and now she's just a statue. So yeah, like, that's fun. Oh no, I'm scared. Yeah, seriously. I still feel like they could bring them back. Oh my guys, did you know as an investigator, I know how to not feel fear, so that means I can fight the thing. Oh my god, I'm actually Jedi. Yeah, yeah. There is no fear, but I have it. Okay. On that note, I feel like we can get into the rankings. You guys ready for that? Let's do. Let's go, Ed. You want to start us off with the rankings? Absolutely. Now, the rest of the Thrawn series have been giving some pretty, pretty high marks. I don't know, man. A nine and a nine are pretty good. Or sorry, nine point five and a nine. This is 9.5 for the first one. Damn, man. This one still gets a 9, though, for me. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, just because this series... Separate books, if you read it like that... Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. You gave 8.5 for the last one, Alliances. Then this one still gets a 9 anyway. Absolutely. Just because, like, the way I've been... um, The way I've been marking them has just been like, okay, separate books, separate books, separate books, sure. it's, It's all right. But this one, my num locks off. That's why the fucking page keeps jumping. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that, that's, that's from auto-rocking or something, or I don't know. Um, but as a series, amazing. Like, the 9.5 and the 8.5, and the nine, they could all level themselves out to be 9s across the board Absolutely. when read as a full thing. Mm. So that would be my overall rank for the trilogy itself. Which is a high praise for yeah. rocking three books and then rocking another three prequel books, and all of them are good. Like all Great. high scores. Like, yeah. but we didn't give anything under an eight, did we? Eight point five, I think, was the lowest. Oh no, yeah, Lesser yeah. Evil was an eight. You gave eight, eight, and eight point five for myself. Yeah. So see, if eight's the lowest score out of a ten, you have to worry about. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. And Lesser Evil wasn't a bad book. It was just really long. It was, lesser evil just had so but it needed to be fucking politics and bullshit yeah. going on it through had that to it was be. just like you, you understand that part absolutely you understand why it had to, be to give you a lot of it needed to build a lot you think they should have brought it broken into like area. part one part two or no. like no okay no we, we had to just, keep jumping it's yeah. just that yeah. there were some points i wish we jumped a little earlier yeah and then we're meant to be like okay i'm refreshed now like i can listen to this for another fucking half an hour but nine's not bad man nine's nine's pretty mm-hmm. solid yeah no for all the reasons that we've said before like this one nine and yeah, pharaoh again. pharaoh yeah <laughs> brings that up hell yeah noma i'm i'm really struggling between like two numbers 10 um, and 10.5 if oh you're close um <laughs> if we're judging it just as a book on its own yeah i think i'm exactly with that i think it's a nine if we're yeah. judging it as the trilogy 9.5 there you go um the only things that are stopping it from being on its own merits a 9.5 is man i was so fucking done with ronin yeah by, like halfway yeah. through the book where i was like for director ronin stared at that i was like no shut up i want to go past this uh, I don't on. care. Yeah. Um, you always got to add one more character. It was Price in the first one. Yep. Yeah. Right? The yep. second one was okay because it was really just Vader slash Anakin, Padme, mm-hmm. and yeah. and uh, Thrawn. But yeah, the, 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 the character that annoyed me in the second book was Thrawn's uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how it was described. In yeah. that no, it was just like, how is it immune to blasters? Everyone uses spectrum lasers there. Yep. Um, and But... Yeah, so it's it's basically just Ronan, 
and the beginning where, where they're actually dealing with the Minoc problem is very slow. And I remember thinking to myself, there's got to be something more to this. Yeah. It cannot just be dealing with it. And then, you know, as it starts to ramp unravel, up, yeah. Like, and it, 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 it starts to, uh, like, it starts to move forward fairly quickly. I'd say it's the first quarter of the book. Uh, then it moves into the good stuff. Um, but yeah, those are the only two things that really bring it down for me. Sure. Um, everything else is amazing. And yeah, like, everybody kind of getting to a point where I would have been happy if this was the end. Obviously it keeps going forward, but like, yeah, I'm very happy where it Eli sets up is. a lot. Yeah. I'm very happy where Eli is. I'm very happy where Arlani is. I'm actually hoping Thrawn doesn't die now yep. in, uh, you know, current Canon. Mm. Um, we'll have to wait for the movie, I guess, to see if he just is like, well, screw the empire. I'm going back to the ascendancy. Yeah. It's gone. Um, now. Yeah. Let me just take what I can yeah. resource wise and get over there. Yeah. Like the, the only way I could see that really happening is if Paleon and um, Gideon go down and he learns what the new plan is. And he's like, no, this sounds even stupider than the last If he one. learns about First Order. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he's like, they're making what killer base? No. I've seen the we're, we're repeating the same mistakes. I'm yeah. out. Um, so, but I, you know, and hopefully he's like, hey, Pharaoh, come with me. You know, <laughs> I really liked that theory only because it's such an underhanded punch to Disney's gut and yeah, it's and like that's a stupid idea. We need to move out to of here. See that it, yeah. exactly? It'd be like they're repeating themselves. You know, that, that you know be right hilarious there, if it's, it's like fucking hilarious. If fucking uh, ass kisser is the guy who's like, you know what? That's what we gotta do. <laughs> Well, so funny. The, the other thing I could see is like from his last understanding yeah. of his meeting with Palpatine, he was on very thin ice. Yeah, absolutely. So if he comes back and sees all of this and goes, "Oh, Palpatine's still alive. Oh, he's got even more unhinged." No. Yeah. yeah. There's too much of it's the stupid going there is tripping. Well, and also the Empire can no longer help the Ascendancy. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing it's here anymore. Republic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's honestly where this is probably going to be going. Like I hope yeah. the Ascendancy has to fix itself kind of thing. Well, now that Thrawn has a huge understanding of what the Empire was, lots of Imperial resources, and is able to command potentially a whole fleet or two or maybe three and bring mm -hmm. that to the Ascendancy, there might be some stuff where they're like, we can work with this. We also have engineers how... from the Empire that can work on this. Also seeing how close the Ascendancy has gotten to being Empire yeah. at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, would be like, yeah, you guys are going about this all fucking wrong. Absolutely, <laughs> like, all wrong. Um, you want to end up like them? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I gotta say, my rating for this is also a nine. Like, there's no secret. Like, it's a good book. It's a great mm -hmm. end of the trilogy. It's a fantastic end to the to the saga of these uh, six Thrawn books. Um, there's nothing really that I can add except for just the the character development on all fronts is. Mm -hmm peak star wars stuff like if we yeah. had any inkling or any any of this kind of character writing for the stuff that we got in the first wave of oh, seriously the first phase sorry of uh the higher public man that'd be great but we got like everybody died so well, it's like we got, that kind we of got hints of it we Not, got hints well, of it in the beginning yeah and, and then, then everyone by died. the end of phase one it was everyone dies and like yeah it's like oh that sucks yeah. now we got to see what happens next it's like cool yeah. you left us on a cliffhanger that nobody really cares no it was it wasn't even that it was oh isn't this a, a tense state of affairs let's go back let's go years. back yeah yeah huh yeah but which, then which... yeah then it's just like we're gonna hold you in that suspense for another year and then we'll give you the wave the phase three stuff like, it's like okay cool it's... thanks appreciate it it just shows that it's like we're rushing it because we understand we put a small timeline on them and then they need to die so we'll just kill them now yeah and then you know we'll fast forward a bit but during that fast forward here's literal filler 
yeah. yeah it was like it, five it, or six years i think in that, in that that span or whatever it was like 10 max but it's like okay now we have 190 years to do what they they really should have yeah. just done 2000 years before like or something and gone, they, have a, they, have a, they obviously have a plan yeah. we'll see what it is once we get I through it all but i mean like i don't know how they're gonna bring themselves out of that I think I think the pl- initial plan in the room was to go really far back because they're talking mm. about the movie with it, right? Yeah. But they're going so far back with that movie where it's like a creation story, pretty much. Mm. And right? that I don't mind. The story it's of like, the Jedi would be neat. You're so separated that the, the, those events can't really impact anything. And there's not a me. terrible amount of information about all of that stuff where like, you can really have a little yeah. bit of creative freedom. <laughs> creative freedom with that there's, there's enough there's enough enough. where you have to follow but yeah. you, yes. you definitely have, you have a creative lot freedom. of freedom yeah 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 like it's the, not the like the only... old republic where there's a lot of information or knights well, of like, the old republic the, the only two things that i really want to see from a jedi movie is no sith because they're not supposed to be around they're not there yet for a while no. yeah and the janky ass lightsabers the yeah. sword yeah. with the backpack yeah, yeah with the, the cord to a backpack kind of shit, i yeah. need yeah. i need this janky garbage because i just want to see somebody cut through a cord and be like haha you're done yeah yeah <laughs> don't let them just cut your shoot cord. A cord and yeah that goes yeah. down yeah. right but i can i can understand that like they didn't want to do 2000 or even 3000 years before because 3000 years before you're you're placing yourself within the old republic Mm. like you are smack dab in the yeah. old republic 2000 well you have to acknowledge the old republic mm. and then follow everything that came with that and then lead into this new stuff where and then it will republic. eventually have to get to where it is now if you don't feel comfortable with that amount of time a thousand years we're pretty skimpy on stuff from around then so you could you could have stuff like what's happening right mm. now have it set up so that the great wonders take a thousand years to make yeah but they get made eventually because yeah. they're a good idea yeah. And then you can talk about a thousand years ago. Yes, you did not have outer rim stuff mm. because that makes more sense to me being like it's a thousand years and we're still going and we're looking for stuff, yep. even though in the old Republic we already. Yeah, exactly. Um, we didn't know about the Togrutans. What? How? Like, what? Yes, you did. What's happening? Right. So it's yeah. just like, but things like that, you'd have to change up wording and everything. But now they're just like, oh, well, people are more familiar with this era. So it's like, okay, do 500 but, years. Yeah. No, we'll or. You go back even farther. You go back to the hyperspace wars because yeah. then it's like exactly. thought bomb. That's and we're it. kind of in like a hyper. We were we were in like a hyperspace, not yeah, war, but like. like mm, I'm trying to roll the, my the, eyes so hard there at the same point, but I'm like, I see exactly what you're saying. It's it's hyperspace wars. Like it's not. It's like the hyperspace attacks. conundrum. It's terrorism. I would say, yeah, yeah. Whereas well, like the, the great hyperspace wars, just because of how yeah. far it was being, absolutely, you know, of how far far it was being. And and it's like the discovery of this is leading to people just fighting for the lanes because yeah. we do yeah. not un, like you control that you can get from it's like a mass effect yeah. you control these these points you've got the mass relays nobody else can get through them so we need to lock these down as fast as yeah. possible. Um, On that yeah. note, I and then you that... can have things like prospectors and everything like that. Maybe a real yeah. thing, yeah. right? Or have a story about them. Like that's yeah. all. Instead what of the gold find? rush, it's the hyperspace yeah. rush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I think that does it for Thrawn. <laughs> I don't know. We got into a little bit of stuff there, but let's jump into the outro. This is how much Thrawn makes you think of other Star yeah. Wars stuff and just keep going. Yeah, it can, in yeah. comparison yeah. to like some of the content we've gotten. It's a great launch pad for yeah. if anybody wants to get into it. It gives you a bit of everything. You, know, you not, don't really get our lightsaber battles or anything like that, but you get everything else. You could read exactly. one of these books and be like, oh, I'm and great. Everything too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To some limited extent, but like if you want to be a sage, go read a Jedi book. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah.
All right, welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and participating. If you've sent in any sort of chatter on uh, X or Instagram or YouTube or uh, through our email, but if you'd like to let us know how to get a hold of, if you'd like for us to let you know how to get a hold of us, to let us know what you thought about this episode and this saga or this book or this trilogy, Ed will let you know how to do that. You can find all this information and us over at voiceoftheforce.com. Our email address is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. On social media, as Dan said, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. We are at voiceforcepod. Anything that you want to post to us or retweet one of our posts or anything like that. It could be a new episode tweets. It could be something fun we found. It does help with growing our listener base, and we really do appreciate everything you do from that. And please remember to listen rate review follow and subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts google podcasts soundcloud spotify amazon music audible and all major podcast platforms if you do leave a five-star review and a comment it will help with visibility and remember you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases we are on twitch we're twitch tv slash voice force gaming we stream Tuesdays and Fridays. As of right now, we also have it started to include Saturdays, so be on the outs for that. Be on the lookout for that, sorry. You can find that information on Instagram, Twitter, and threads, but look at Instagram. That's usually where we put our updates on. Thank you very much, guys. And remember, Ron will return.